Hi friend, welcome to the Quiet Connections podcast. Do you feel anxious and not good enough in social situations? Feel like you're weird, broken or don't fit in? You are not alone. Join Hayley and Stacey on a journey to quiet confidence. Picking up key insights to help you feel more calm and confident. So you can finally speak up, join in and feel like you belong too. Hello and welcome to episode six of the Quiet Connections podcast. I'm Stacey and today I'm joined by our wonderful guest Shelley Clammer. Shelley is a counselling therapist and an expressive arts educator who works with empathetic and introverted and sensitive people like many of us here. I love this chat so much. I just really enjoyed absorbing and taking in all the amazing insights that Shelley was sharing about how we can all, including those of us who perhaps don't see ourselves as creative or artistic, how we can all use expressive art forms such as collage, poetry, drawing to help us intuitively understand and know ourselves better, to practice feeling more comfortable with expressing who we truly are, and to help us explore and heal some of those unresolved emotions and those parts of us that can keep us feeling stuck and fearful and transform those into quiet confidence. So, I hope this conversation inspires you as much as it did me and offers you permission to explore and play around with your own inherent creativity. Hi Shelley, thank you so much for popping on and having a chat with me today. How's your day been so far? Oh, really busy, really busy. I'm in the middle of my therapy day. I I work uh, entirely online as a um, online therapist. Um, and I, I did prior to COVID as well. So it's, uh, it right in the middle on my lunch hour. And I was just happy to be able to <laughs> take a break and chat with you. Lovely. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for, for taking that time out of your day and, and for joining on, um, popping on this call, sharing mm-hmm. your insights with, um, with our community. So, um, I first came across you from actually signing up to one of your courses, and that was the Healing Trauma Through Intuitive Art course. And I must say, it's been so powerful already. I think I've only done three or four of the lessons. But yeah, I'm definitely taking my time with it because your prompts are, like I said, just so, so powerful. And it's gone re- really quite deep for me quite quickly. So um I'd love to have a little bit more of a chat about that later but for those who perhaps haven't heard of you before or the work that you're doing would you mind sharing just a little bit about who you are? Oh sure sure so as I said earlier I'm an online therapist a depth-oriented therapist and I work um, with women who are um, creative uh, introverted highly sensitive uh, emotional empathic Um, that's the the uh, the niche that I work in, and I also, uh, as you mentioned, um, and an, I am an online expressive arts educator, and I've written many many courses on uh, spontaneous creativity, intuitive creativity for emotional healing. Amazing, yeah, I've had a good look through um, some of the work that you're you're doing, and definitely sounds like 
there's a connection there between you know feeling highly sensitive feeling empathetic and yeah there is I think because I think creative people are very multi-dimensional and um, I mean I started out as a a creator and artist and I mean there wasn't even a word for what I felt I was but I just knew I was just really struggling with a lot of emotional pain and some of it was my own and a lot of it was just picking things up from the world and from other people and so there's there's special challenges that come with that right so mm-hmm. um, as as the world has become more defined around um, what highly sensitive is uh, creative people really fit into that realm because we're accessing um, intuitive information all the time so that's uh, that's how it all fits together for me anyway (laughs) wow yeah that's so beautiful isn't it yes I can definitely relate to that as well that sense of you know being highly sensitive and taking in so much information in one go and especially I think as as a child not really feeling like I know how to process it all and that can feel quite overwhelming. So I'd love to know actually a little bit more about your personal experiences and what kind of led you to what you're doing now. Oh, for sure. So um, I, I actually started out more as a, as a gallery artist when I was, when I was in my 20s. And so I, um, you know, went to design school and followed a very traditional educational route. I studied interior design. And uh, when I graduated, I worked in the field of interior design for a really brief period, but um, I very quickly started to paint for gallery sale. And so I was just painting strictly for my, you know, satisfaction around my artistic sensibilities, you know, and also I was very concerned back then about winning approval and admiration from others so I used to spend hours and hours and hours (laughs) on my paintings (laughs) but you know there was something that was really um, left untouched in me with that and I, I, I did feel as I was doing this art for gallery sale that I had a lot of unknown emotions broiling underneath my socially cultivated personality so uh, when I was in my late 20s, when I became pregnant with my daughter, I, I couldn't hold my emotions inside anymore. I started to cry all the time. And I felt the need to start drawing differently, less for show and more reflective of, of how I felt inside. So I started to do these little uh, spontaneous doodles of faces and they all had no mouths which was really sort of horrifying and kind of delightful for me because it felt like oh this is really gritty this is really real for me um, but you know they were quite um, those early drawings they were quite uh, grotesque looking because I think that whatever has been in the dark or in the shadow for a long time when it first comes out it often comes out um, quite rough and almost gargoyle-ish at first <laughs> so so they were not very pretty they they weren't like my gallery art at all they weren't suitable for gallery sale and they were in no way sort of socially presentable I wouldn't show them to other people they were just in my private journals but um, it was all very thrilling for me when I started to, to draw like this because um, it rang very true in my body and and obviously too it also became clear to me that my drawings of faces without mouths they were telling me that I was stifling my 
my true self-expression in my life at that time, not only to myself, but I was also living my life to please others and to fit in, I think, like so many of us do, you know, or feel pressure to do. So after that, I just, I couldn't stop creating spontaneously. I, I pulled my art out of the gallery and I went on to paint spontaneously and I did a lot of freeform writing and, um, intuitive collage and so I was just in my 30s after I pulled my gallery my art out of the gallery I just became very obsessed (laughs) so I just carried a sketchbook wherever I went and I drew my little intuitive drawings everywhere in the parties at the beach and it just felt so so good to be honest with myself about how I felt and um, and I must admit too I fell kind of in love with myself as you know I discovered that I had so much inside of me so many different parts and sides and angles and uh, so much depth and breadth to me that I didn't know that I had because that was not reflected back to me um, in in my social life so (laughs) it was interesting because beautiful yes thank you because you know I think once we find ourselves interesting it's like oh then it's a little bit easier to be Mm. uh, more socially outgoing it's just I had to find that inside of myself before I started to feel better in a social context oh wow I that that is just powerful to hear that and yeah that sense of connecting back with yourself first in order to like you said, fall in love with yourself. That's just what what an impact that that can have for us. And your story sounds so like such a wonderful journey. It sounds like you've been on. Um, well, I actually feel a little bit uh, <laughs> speechless. <laughs> That's just amazing. Um, so what what um, benefits would you say come from perhaps exploring this more artistic? creative side within us what 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 do you feel like is is the value within that well I I I think I think it is a very similar to what I just said it's around finding ourselves interesting to ourselves you know like I think for myself when I was in my my teens and 20s I thought I had to present a perfect picture of myself to the world and I know you know just working with young people in my therapy practice that's it's just really a common thing we're sort of raised that way in our culture to to present a perfect self and um, for me I was um, I was a teen model and beauty pageants were revered in my family so I was really strongly encouraged to yeah to compete with other girls based on my personal appearance so you know looking back I was a very uh, deep person living a very superficial life in my younger years and um, I looked confident but I, I felt very insecure and socially anxious inside so um you know, because I shared so little about myself with other people, I was also really utterly bored with myself when I was in my teens and 20s. And so I thought I was a very boring person until I started to create expressively and honestly in my journals in my in my 30s and 40s. And so I think that is the advantage is that once we become interested with how we work inside then we have so much more to bring to others and I often think that 
sometimes for multidimensionals, for people who are have lots of sides and lots of facets, which frankly, I think so many of us do. Yeah. Um, if it's not reflected back, then we just don't even have any idea even what to bring to life, you know? So I don't know if that answers your question, but it just kind oh, of- absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think, well, and I know many of our listeners are going to really relate to what you're saying there, that sense of feeling like there's so much inside of us, but that almost feeling trapped and- not feeling like we can express it and share ourselves with the world. And I love the way that you just put that there about it being reflected back to us. And when we don't have almost that, that mirror that it can be quite hard for us to actually see who we are in some ways. I know I can certainly relate to that. Um, Yes. Yes. And I do, you know, we all know that from birth onwards, we're, we're taught to socially conform to usually, very, very narrow standards of self-expression. So any expressive arts process that takes us out of that very narrow conformity that we all are raised in, unless we have really unusual, you know, um, families, um, you know, it can, you know, expressive arts, they can provide a way to become uniquely ourselves in a way that we might not be able to access in our social groups. So yeah, that's, um, you know, I, I, I love to uh, include the element of surprise in all my art and writing directives because I think we have to shock and surprise ourselves out of our socially careful ways of being. And so, yes, I, I do, as a counselor and an expressive arts educator, tend to work with people who are afraid to be socially seen in certain neglected parts of themselves and you know in in the sense that they're not sharing their truth with with very many people in their life and so if certain aspects of ourselves have felt like they don't belong as you go we Mm -hmm. usually place them right deep down into the basement of our psyche and then we become unknown to ourselves and we become unknown to others so yeah I, yeah, you are hitting all all the feels right now. <laughs> so much beautiful insight in that. And um, what I'm hearing there is that really this can be a really wonderful tool for those of us who perhaps are feeling quite disconnected from who we are and needs, I suppose, that, that mirror, but perhaps um, taking those steps to trying to do that in those social situations where we are perhaps feeling quite fearful and anxious that we can use other ways and perhaps expressive art is one of those ways and, and the tool that we can use in order to help us actually start that process within ourselves yes yes so so that's the first stage i so in this vein that you're talking i i i love to create very simple art and writing prompts to support honest expression so i think the first stage of sort of coming out socially as ourselves is to so to practice being ourselves with ourselves right and so i always tell people that after you fall in love with your um honest self-expression, then you could start to share your truth with 
uh, support of others, such as in a, like an online classroom or a community or your online community or my classroom, you know, that kind of thing. And then when you start to get that good feedback loop from others for who you really are, then it just feels safer to share, share ourselves more honestly with the world, right? So it's looking for that good, that good feedback loop um, that just says that celebrates who we are instead of perhaps, you know, if we've been ridiculed or criticized or bullied in the past, um, mm. that just sets up, a, as you know, a, probably, I, I sure do. <laughs> yeah, it, just, <laughs> yeah, it, <do. laughs> it sets up a, a bad feedback loop. So once um, we start getting an, uh, an affirming feedback loop for who we, we truly are, uh, then we could start sharing more with the, the world at large, such as in our own businesses or our communities. So starting with self to self and then self with safe others and then out in the world seems to be the, the stages that I see people go through. Oh, I think that's such a lovely way to put that, starting with self to self and then, yeah, yeah moving outwards to to people that, that do feel like a safe space in order to do that. Yes. Wow. Um. I actually just want to come back to something that you said a little earlier where you mentioned about shocking and and surprising ourselves. Would you mind expanding a little bit on what you meant by that? That sounded just really interesting. Yeah, yeah. Well, we get so conditioned, don't we, um, as to how we need to be in the world. So I I think um, we stay quite tight and careful because um, we have a, a... nervous system imperative, shall we say, to, to belong, you know? Mm. And so uh, it can be very uh, scary. And the reason I like to shock or surprise or just sort of come in the back door around with, with, with really surprising creativity prompts is because um, we all form a very um, firm social guard about what we can and cannot express to to others and even to ourselves. So I like to, um, that's why I, I send out prompts every day as part of my courses. It's just like, it's just giving you an idea that from your, your socially guarded um, self, you wouldn't think to do. And so that's why I'm always looking for the element of surprise, you know, in my, in my, uh, in my coursework, because yeah, sometimes we just have to, yeah, come in the back door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I know that from my own personal experience and from the clients that I work with, we can quite often experience those mental blocks almost that like almost prevent us from going to those places and as far as I'm aware that is you know a a protection strategy and I I like what you're saying there about a social guard as well um and uh yeah coming in (laughs) through the back door that very much sounds like it's (laughs) going straight to to the subconscious almost as opposed to us accessing it consciously where, where that block can happen so Yes, yes. And, and that's why um, spontaneous art is so wonderful for that. And, and um, like even just pulling one picture out of a magazine and just writing your emotional response to it. It's not something you would just sort of think of to do, but even just that kind of a practice is enough of a projective technique to tell you something new and surprising about yourself. So you're just, you know, flipping through a magazine, finding an image that's really strong and then writing some impressions about that because, um, you know, that is just really 
simple. It's enough to sit, to tell you how you're feeling inside in a way that you might not even be able to tell yourself because all the guards and structures and protective mechanisms are in place and they've been set in place by society and your nervous system and, and your brain are telling you what's safe and what's not safe to say. So mm. it's a bit of a trick to get behind that and see what's really down below. You know? Yeah. And speaking of which, that's one of the exercises that I've done in, in your course that I'm taking. And yeah, I definitely had that moment of, well, surprise, I, I would say, <laughs> and pulled out such a wonderful picture of, um, it was a horse and it was a horse dancing in a field. Oh. And the words that, because y- you quite often uh, include a associated writing prompt to go with, with this, don't you? Yes. And, the words that came out of me was dance, dance, world beauty. And I just sat there and cried and was like, oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) And that all came from deep down within you. And and it was that element of surprise that, that likely sounds like it bypassed your, your social, your social guard and told you something fresh and new about Mm. something that was deeper than your social personality. So that's just gorgeous. I love that. (laughs) And I I think, yeah. (laughs) And I think even more so as well, it's the, the feelings that you can experience whilst you're doing that as well. I think that can offer quite a lot of insight and, and feedback that perhaps doesn't have words necessarily. Oh, so true. So true. I started with the spontaneous collage. And and that's an amazing um, projective technique that can just show you instantly inside, you know, how you feel inside. And it doesn't need any words, like it's just enough to look at the pictures there. There's a there's enough imagery and color there to to describe for me how I how I feel inside. And that's just such a simple process that, you know, doesn't require any artistic talent it just involves choosing words and imagery that have a strong emotional charge either positive or negative and just gluing gluing them down in an intuitive way and then you know there you go you have an instant collage portrait of your inner life and and really what you did in that one prompt with just the one image that's just a form of collage too that's just one picture that's a very simple collage you know choosing an emotionally charged image will always, always tell you something about yourself. And if you can put some spontaneous words to it, it'll tell you even more. (laughs) Such a wonderful process. So I know that there's a lot of people within our community who perhaps don't consider themselves to be creative. Um, Many perhaps have received messages growing up that they're no good at art or that um, you know, everything needs to be perfect, um, color within the lines and all that type of stuff. So if, if there is someone listening who sees themselves in that way, what advice or tips would you have for them to, to perhaps start exploring this process as, as something that they can use for themselves? Ah, right. Yes. So, uh, the the focus of my business as a as a counselor and an expressive arts educator it's more about practicing honest self expression in creative ways like we were uh, we've been talking about here it's it's got really nothing to do expressive art has nothing to do with artistic talent and so you know I do I have some foundations courses and I have some very very sort of deep more involved courses for down the line but for people who have never created before. 
anybody could cre can create a really simple, spontaneous poem, uh, a messy little expressive drawing, a simple torn paper collage like you were describing, you know, something like pulling something out of a magazine. And I have really simple um, story writing prompts as well. But, you know, um, it's, it's, it's interesting, like even it's all there. It's all there underneath the surface for all of us. You know, we all have a social guard that's, we, we all find a way to, to fit in, to belong. And then at some point comes the job. And it's a very big job of kind of really figuring out who we are inside so we can find our place in life, right? So that can come through the expressive arts. And also I always say too, you know, whatever, whatever you're called to, um, I, I work as a, psychotherapist that's my full-time job and a lot of this very same kind of deep diving for what's hidden inside can come through just deeply sharing with you know somebody in a in a friendship or a therapy session or you know for me in a therapy session I can listen for different voices and different ages in a person's speaking voice too right so it's it's always there it's all there it's just um, we just have to find our favorite ways to access it. <laughs> so, um, you know, uh, if you're drawn to try a little bit of creativity, that's a fun way, but I'm, I'm sure there's many, many ways too, as well. You know, you were just trying to get below the social guard and access that deeper information about who we really are. Yeah. So permission to, to follow the thing that actually feels most comfortable or that feels most interesting for you in order to yes. access those parts yes yeah. yes lovely yes I mean that was just so insightful I really really, really enjoyed listening to you <laughs> wow thank you so much Shelley for for sharing all of that information with us um, one final question to, to ask, if you had a message to send back to your younger self, what would that be? Mm. Oh. oh my gosh. Well, I think I would say to my younger self, one day you'll be free <laughs> because I felt very, very, when I was young, uh, in my teens, in my 20s, I felt very um, enslaved to societal standards in a very big way. I was very concerned about uh, fitting in, but I also knew that there was so much more to me, but I, I wasn't quite sure how to, how to access it. So mm. I would say to her, one day you will be free <laughs> to be you. <laughs> That's so lovely and again I, I can really relate to that feeling as well of you know constantly feeling like there's so much more to me and no one is seeing it <laughs> and actually like a lot of the struggle that I've, I feel like I experienced throughout my life was was that conflict and that feeling of you know I want to express what's inside but you know like like you said all those social protection guards and just feeling like that just like I just couldn't do it and it's taken you know years of practicing exploration yes. getting to know myself to to be able to actually start start doing that so yeah it's a it's definitely it's a journey a, it's a journey and it's practice I love how you said practicing because uh I I 
I do a creative practice every day. And I remember years ago, I, I was doing the, the morning pages, which I think are so good um, by Julia Cameron from The Artist's Way, where I was writing three pages longhand every morning of just whatever was in my mind. And in a way, it was the precursor to me practicing my speaking mm-hmm. voice with others. And so I found that the more honestly I shared with myself, it just started to spontaneously come out in my in my social interactions. And so it does take practice. I do think we have to find ourselves, as you say, and explore ourselves. And once we find out who we are, it really is our job to tell other people. And then we become interesting to ourselves and others, don't we? (laughs) Wow. Yeah. I just love what you said there about that being the precursor to your speaking voice, because I feel like for, for those that that quiet connections that that we're working with then that can that can feel like a much safer way for us to start just yeah getting to know who we are what is it that we want to share with other people yes yes what do we want to share how do we how do we want to share all the richness of ourselves with others we have to find it first don't we (laughs) oh I love that yeah and and you're absolutely right we all do have that richness within us and we are all interesting we may not perhaps see that right this moment but but we are oh we are yes yes absolutely um so do you have any final last words of kindness that you'd like to offer to our quiet community uh well I, I I just I'm I am so in love with the word practice because I feel like we can do anything if we practice and um it's just really essentially when when I really think about it, all of the courses that I offer are just different practices, different practices, different ways of um, expressing. And I love choosing practices <laughs> that <laughs> help me um, sort of draw out the, d- the deeper dimensions of myself so that I can find, find words and ways of expressing them. Because what we're really talking about here, I think, today is is self-expression and how do we uh, draw it up from deep within and how do we start to communicate who we are to others? Because I think for sensitives and empathic people, we can tend to kind of quietly sit back and listen to everybody else, but Mm -hmm. we have a lot to offer too. And case in point, you bringing this beautiful platform to the world um, for people who struggle with social anxiety, uh, you know, that comes from deep, deep within and I think we all have our place and so practicing that self-expression helps us find our place oh that's so lovely thank you so if if anyone is interested in perhaps taking one of your courses or reaching out to you where where would they best be able to find you Oh, you can find me on uh, expressiveartworkshops.com. That's my course site. And I also have an online therapy practice at shellyclammer.com. Lovely. Thank you. Oh, that was just such a wonderful conversation. And thank you so much for sharing all your wisdom and your insights with us all. Uh, thank you, Stacey. It's been <laughs> such a pleasure talking to you. And you. <laughs> You're welcome to come back on any time. All right, then. (laughs) If you've been inspired to have a go at using any form of expressive art to support yourself in your own healing and your own development, then I'd love to invite you to come and join our community on the Quiet Connections app. 
where you can gently stretch your comfort zone in this safe space by sharing any writing, paintings, or photography, anything that you've created that expresses parts of who you are and what you want to share. And use that space as an opportunity to gradually connect with safe others, just like Shelley mentioned. In the next episode, myself and Haley are going to be looking at how to survive college when you feel anxious about speaking up. We reflect back on some of our own experiences and the challenges that we faced. This is going to be a great episode if you are currently a student who feels anxious in social situations, or if you are a parent of a student or a teacher at college yourself and want to understand better how you may be able to support your students. So please tune in next week for that episode and in the meantime stay connected thanks for listening you can find the show notes from this episode at quietconnections.co.uk join the quiet community on the quiet connections app download from your app store today with gratitude for the support of the National Lottery Community Fund.